Hello and welcome to the Dharma Life podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Each week I show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I interview top thought leaders changing the world with their work. And I also show you how you can build a life in alignment with your soul, do your Dharma, be happier, healthier, live longer and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. So without further ado, let's dive into the next podcast. Welcome to the Dharma Live podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton, and this week I have the Cosmic Empress with us. <laughs> Nata- hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> Natasha Leinbergler. I think I said that correctly. Leinbegler. Leinbegler. Welcome yes. to the Dharma Live podcast. Thank you so much. It's so fun to be here. Great. Thank you for All inviting me. All the way me. from Canada. That's right, BC West Coast. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And I found Natasha, I watched one of her videos where she was explaining about the cabal, the elite, the system, and and you were were drawing on a, (laughs) it was brilliant because you actually drew it all out on the board and I thought that's fantastic Mm -hmm. because you really visually kind of got to really mm-hmm. appreciate what was happening and again I'm a massive truth teller myself um, and so I love to interview people such as you, yourself who are out there leading the charge helping us oh. all ascend into 5d so that's right yes that's <laughs> what we're here to do ascend into 5d mm-hmm. so do you mind sharing with our audience a little bit about your work and who you are and what you do in the world yes okay well um my main platform is YouTube and I feel that I want to just help humanity move into where they're meant to be, move into the paradise matrix, move into 5D, which is where we are supposed to be. So I see it as that we, as humanity, are not in the place we are truly meant to be, like this heavy, dense, 3D, relatively negative world. We should have kind of passed that stage by now. And I feel that we are meant to live a different life as humans. I'm, I feel like the blueprint of Earth and humanity is different. And I just want to help show truths. I want to help basically um, awaken people. I want to be like a guide for people to see that life can be better mm-hmm. and give them tips how they, can, how, how they can do this, how they can live a better life, a higher vibrational life, a more ascended life. You know, I mean... This whole ascension thing, I don't, it's like not 3D, 5D. It's, it's, it's like a smooth, I would say, path. And we're at a, at a place that is pretty negative and pretty low. And I feel that's just not where we're meant to be. It's just not right. So I want to help the collective see that there is a different way of living and that it's possible and how to get there. That's basically it. Mm, absolutely. And I totally agree with you. Like we're not meant to work sucky jobs that we hate just to survive no. nine to five paying debt slaves, mm-hmm. you know? Um, no, absolutely. Mm. No. So, mm-hmm. and, and can you share a little bit about your background and your story? Like how did you get into this stuff? How did you get doing what you're doing today? 
Well, I feel that as a starseed, <laughs> it's been in me. And I mean, if you talk about your background and story, you have to include that a little bit, don't you? Because we're, if we're five dimensional, I can't just say I was born in Germany. We have to go just a little bit deeper. So I am a very much conscious, I would say, starseed. Um, I've, my main energy expressing in this lifetime is Pleiadian, but I've incarnated in many places. I've done this work in many different, um, I would say, star systems. I'm originally a parallel dimension soul, a galactic whale being from the planet Farah cool. with two hearts. If we can just go, you know, Actually, go to all that stuff directly. Of course. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you say your background in history, so, you know. And I'm which which life are we that's... referring to? <laughs> which life? No, I'm only joking. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, the thing is, I, I, go, I go there because right now my soul is so awake and I, I live every day with my conscious, like with my remembering and knowing who I am Beautiful. at soul level. So my life is not only this life. I kind of, I'm aware every moment that, okay, my, my path has been so vast I've had so many incarnations. I've done so many things. And in this lifetime, I was born, um, I chose to be born into a family in Germany. And then I moved around. I lived in different countries as a child, in Japan, in Scotland, in Canada. And that reflects my galactic path as above, so below. So a lot of starseeds who have lived in many different places on earth move around a lot too, because that's who we are at soul level. So I feel that I've moved around and seen a lot, always been very open because it's reflecting my galactic path where I've lived on so many planets. Um, my main mission as a blueprint deliverer, I feel that is one of the most strongest um, identities that I have in this lifetime. So, I, so I've been on my awakening path since I was quite small, I feel. I remember when I was 14 years old, I wrote a letter which I found saying all I want to do is make people happy if I if I if I'm able to make one person happy in this lifetime then my work is done I wrote that right so um I studied geography <laughs> at university in Germany I went to the University of Bonn I met the Dalai Lama there um I lived in different places and I've always been a spiritual seeker so you're and, you know, spiritually it's kind awake, of it's a, awake from a young age well I don't know if I would call it spiritually awake. I was a spiritual seeker and I feel that my consciousness doesn't, didn't have the information. Like I didn't hear voices or see angels. I always had this deep inner knowing that, that there is so much more mm. and that's why I was always interested in it. Right. Mm. So it, in those days, you know, when we, when we were young in the olden days, you know, <laughs> this information wasn't there. The internet wasn't no, there. So you, could, you didn't have access to that. So I read lots of books about religion, spirituality, philosophy, Buddhism and the Dalai Lama was the first path that really helped awaken me and open me up when I was 18, 19, 20. I really started with that, right? And I met the Dalai Lama in Germany in a, in a big gym full of people and he, I think that was a meeting that really got me whew, that mm. like he has certain types of light codes that really kind of catapulted me awake when I saw him. I'll never forget that. Right. In that gym, he just came in so humble and started answering questions. And I was like, wow, like that is that really helped to awaken me. 
Mm. And then it continued from there. And then I um, did a regular career and I started, what did I do? I was, in, I was initiated into the Tao, into the Tao, and I did that for a little bit. And I just kept learning and searching. I became a hypnotherapist. Mm, I saw that, past um, life regressionist and hypnotherapist. Yeah, exactly. So that really helped me to understand the mind and the journeys. And I studied um, life in between lives and past life regression. So that really opened up a lot. And then I discovered a way to work with the Akashic records. And that is like, that's, I would say, like a very, very important step to, to really understanding um, that who we are at soul level, to understand mm-hmm. ourselves deeply, to, to really um, understand what, what the universe is all about, to really feel it, see it, understand it, and get to a complete different type of consciousness. Can you give our listeners, because obviously I love the Akashic Records, I work with them as well, yeah. but can you give our listeners yes. who, who maybe haven't like come across them or, or you know, they've heard the word, but they don't yeah. really get it. Can you just kind of give us mm-hmm. a, a synopsis of what they yes. are and how they can help us? Yes, well, I feel the Akashic Records are a type of vibrational library where everything is written about existence. And we each have our own record. Everything actually has a record, like a book in the library that is all about them. And there are collective books, so to say, as well. Like our Earth Mother Gaia has an Akashic record, and I connect to that quite often. My own Akashic record, when I work with people, with their permission, I access their Akashic record. I open and I get all the information from that. So it's basically just learning how to read a different kind of book in a different dimension. (laughs) And everybody can do that. Everyone can learn how to do that. It's kind of like a secret code or key that you have to, that you have to learn how to understand. And then you can access information of the universe, basically. Mm. It's like attunement, isn't it? You have to get attuned to read the records. Well, it, it helps to get attuned. I don't think you have to. But I think if you get attuned, then you believe you can do it. It's everything is sure. consciousness. Intention, yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of people are accessing their Akashic record without knowing it all the time. If you get memories from past lives and certain things that you start to understand, it's your Akashic record being opened and the information coming through to you all the time. So you don't really have to be initiated. It helps to study it, learn it. Get the initiation so your mind believes, oh, now I'm initiated. Now the door is open for me, right? So I feel, I feel it's more like that. And but, how can um, this help people? So, so people, are, like, why is it now that the records are becoming more accessible? And how can we use them to, to basically have a positive impact on our life? Well, the thing is that in order to ascend into 5D, you have to begin to understand who you are as a soul. You have to begin to see that you're more than just this little person randomly walking around, right? And the Akashic records show you who you are at soul level. They, they show you incarnations on other planets. They, they show you what the universe is about. They, they, they allow you to open your mind to a fifth dimensional or higher dimensional consciousness because knowing who you are at soul level is is everything. Like if you understand, wow, I'm this incredible divine being that has traveled so far and wide. I know so much more. I've seen so much more. It takes you out of that context Mm -hmm. of your little 3D world and out of like thinking you're just here, a victim, you can't do anything. 
And once, once you see who you are, then you start to understand your own power, like your own power of creating your life, of being able to like do more than, than just, you know, run around the confines of 3D, then you're able to step out of it like this. And that's why consciousness is everything. And the Akashic Records allows you to open your consciousness incredibly and know who you are, see your own soul. And that's really important. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It kind of expands our awareness, doesn't it? And uh, yes. effectively shifts our consciousness. And you're so right. Like, the, you know, the, now more than ever, we are being remembering who we are, you know, and this yes. idea of sovereignty is just so, so important mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, we are powerful human creators and it, it, now's yes. our time to create the dream life, you know, what we came, what we deserve absolutely and if we don't understand who we truly are then we don't feel we have the power to do it that's why the akashic records i mean it holds all vibrational fields right and obviously we can only perceive as much as we have a frame of reference but Mm -hmm. um you know for example the akashic records holds all dimensions up to source but we can only see what our human brain kind of understands but we can understand a lot more than we think. Like a lot mm. of people still, like it, it depends. I mean, it's a pathway of opening your perception slowly, 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 right? If we knew everything at once, our brains would explode. So I feel that the Akashic Records is, is also good because we have a gatekeeper, a spirit guide gatekeeper who kind of allows us to access information as it's right and true for us. So we don't get brain blown immediately. Sure. So, so that's beautiful too. So essentially the way I kind of describe them is like, it's like Google, you know, and every, <laughs> every decision that you've ever made is stored in the World Wide web of the Akashic records. So, yes. so we can use them to access past life information, soul information about our soul group. Can you talk to yes. me about karma? Because how was mm-hmm. obviously people are really interested in that concept because obviously karma yes. can be something that influences us in this life. Oh, absolutely. Well, with karma, it's interesting. Karma, I feel, is a concept that, again, is a belief system that in past lives we have done things that were against our divinity. I mean, when people think about karma, they always think, oh, I did something bad and now I'm paying for it. That's like the most basic mindset of karma. But it, it, goes, it goes further than that. In this lifetime and in all our past lives, we make choices against ourselves. So karma is usually not something we did bad to others, but it's something that, that is not aligned, something that kind of threw us out of alignment of our soul. And then we suffer, and then we kind of um, get this trauma, which carries over into other lives. But it's, it's because we believe in karma and we choose it. So it's a funny thing. I think everybody is able to throw off karma immediately if they see that they can and if they understand this so like like everything like i said it's, it's a concept i feel our souls are so sovereign that if we wanted to we could fly away into any planet and incarnate there at any time but we kind of perceive that our soul perceives that through those past lives we've done mistakes and and we've you know we've traumatized ourselves and so we perceive that we want to come back to try to release that karma to try to work it out to be to overcome that problem right and um and we need we as humans i think that belief is is so deep that we have to keep coming back to resolve the old mistakes 
that that we do it. We mm. do it. I mean, our consciousness now and after life is, is, is similar. We don't become a completely different person after, after this lifetime. So if we perceive that we have a lot of karma in the afterlife, we're like, okay, we need to go back to kind of, um, you know, work that out again so we get clean and clear. So karma is real, but like everything else, it's only real if, if you believe it's real. So somebody listening to this who's just come across this this concept of Akashic Records and they're like, okay, I want to access my own. What advice do you have for our listeners? Because obviously, as we said, this is an incredible time to step into this sovereignty and this power. Mm -hmm. So what can our listeners do to access their record and really, I suppose, Mm -hmm. gain from working with the Akashic Records? Well, if they want to do it completely by themselves and not like study or do a certain process, first of all, they have to truly believe that they can access their records. They don't have to think, oh, no, this is only for like the highly conscious people. So the base of everything is truly believing that you're able to do it. So if they say, okay, I am going to access my own Akashic record now and I can do it. That's the first thing they have to believe. Sure. Then I would advise them to very easily do a little meditation. And this is what I do as well. And anyone can actually do this is do a meditation to kind of really come to a very peaceful, quiet place. It doesn't have to be anything intricate. I'm, I'm doing the most simple thing. And then just visualize in your meditation that you're going up high, let's say into 5D. And then start to visualize a library of your choice, right? I always see the Akashic Records because it helps, you know, us humans to visualize uh, a place. Visualize a library that says Akashic Records on it. Mm -hmm. A marble hall is usually what's like very, a good conscious path, a big marble hall. Then visualize going in, into a room that is all about you, that has different books on the shelves that are all about you, that has maybe a guide there for you. And then... I mean, it depends. Everyone is different. Some people want to visualize maybe um, a screen where there's something flowing. It depends what, what you resonate with. Mm. And in, in your meditation, you just ask. That's the thing. You have to be bold and ask, ask and say, okay, I am going to visualize the Akashic Records. And then you start visualizing it and it forms. I'm going to go in. I'm going to access my Akashic Record. I'm going to take the book from the shelf and I'm going to open it, ask a question, and I'm going to receive an answer. It's kind of like a meditation or a visualization with the Mm. intent of accessing the Akashic record Mm. and receiving information. And obviously, this works better if you already have a little bit of experience with visualization and Mm. meditation. Mm. But that's basically all you have to do. In the end, all you have to do is intend my Akashic record and it's right there. Like that's basically all you have to do physically. It's like Akashic record, I want to know, and it's there. That's physically all you have to do. And then trust do. the information that you get is correct. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the biggest problem with receiving any kind of guidance mm. from angels, your higher self, the Akashic records. You have to trust and just take every bit of information that comes as true and don't say, oh, that's my mind, right? Mm. Once you're in a state of, of, I would say, just open receptiveness and once you're able to focus your mind, I mean, the prerequisite is being able to focus your mind for a few seconds, right? Mm. Just being able to focus your mind and be completely still and ask 
And then something will come in. It always does because you create a vacuum. If you ask a question and you hold a, I would say, hold your focus very empty, then it creates a vacuum and you will pull in an answer and this answer will be correct. So whatever impression you get when you ask, no matter what it is, a color, a feeling, a vision, take it, take that mm. and then expand it a little bit, expand it. And then be still and ask for more. You always have to ask. The problem is a lot of people mm. say, I can't do this, I can't do that because they're not mm. like, they don't push enough. You've got to be pushy mm. to get yeah, information yeah. from the other the right side. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I, nothing ever came to me automatically. I had to ask and ask and push and push. That is my, one of my purposes is to be sovereign and to ask for what I need. And not wait for the angels to fly down. Mm. And I think that's a really good point, actually, that we should probably, you know, expand on for our listeners. Because yes, a couple of things I want to pick up on there. One is intention, because yeah. we forget how powerful intention is. You oh, know, yeah. setting an intention. So what you're saying there is you're, you go to do a meditation and you set the intention that you want to connect to your Akashic record. That in itself yes. is powerful. Yes, um, and then obviously asking the right questions. So asking, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, powerful questions, effectively. Mm-hmm. And then I, when I do stuff like that, I like to have a little po- pen and paper by my mm-hmm. side. And then I just write down what I get. Yeah. And actually, yeah. I find that takes my brain out of the equation a little yes. bit. Because otherwise, our minds can get in the way going, oh, was that me? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yes that's that's a good method that's how i started when i first started channeling spirit guides i first did it actually with a computer and every impression i got i just started typing even nonsensical stuff to get to get it flowing right and then the messages came through that way so either if you have pen and paper or computer that's another method of recording everything that comes into your mind but the thing is yes the intention intention is everything without intention we're just little bits floating around the universe right everything is intention actually and then once you have intention you have to believe and trust that you're going to get that you have to that's part of the empowerment it's like yes i am a sovereign divine being with a soul that has access. I'm not just this little normal human being. I'm a divine soul and I'm calling in my soul now with my intention to give me the information and I can and I will. No other option. I'm always Mm. like that. I'm like that. No other option. This is what's going to happen. This is my intention. Now come. And then it'll come. (laughs) The information will come. And I love this because I think often we overcomplicate things, you know, because we don't have a frame frame of reference and because we've never been taught how to do this stuff, you know, it is, it is, if you're listening to this, it is as simple as that. It's like, I love what Natasha's saying because she's obviously like really direct. She's like, no, now I do a similar, similar thing actually when I'm asking for messages. I'm like, no, I need a clear message. I get a bit stroppy. I need a clear message now, please. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yes. Like you can be, people think, oh, you have to be like, like this and all. No, I'm always about like in the spiritual community, you got to be like, you got to be really, really strong with everything. I feel that's so important. You got to know what you want. You got to, you got to call it in. You, it's your right, it's your Akashic record, you are a divine soul, and that's it. You will receive the messages. There's no other option. Everything else is, is rubbish. You don't need all these, like you don't need 
all these complicated methods and tools and initiations, you don't really need it. It helps, but you don't really need it. And with, with my spirit guides, once I understood this, I was like, wow, I, I, I talk a lot with my spirit guides. And it's actually easier if you want to start with this stuff to call in your spirit guides before you call in the Akashic records mm. because they're actual beings that actually will come towards you and help you out. Mm. So if nice. you use that same method of, you know, holding, holding your focus and say spirit guide, I usually say spirit guide number one, please come in now. <laughs> come in. Calling number one. <laughs> Yeah, because if you don't know who there is or what there is, you just say, spirit guide number one, please come in now. And you hold yourself open and they will come in. Something will happen. Something will move in the ether because you're intentional. Mm. You're doing a very direct, simple thing. You're calling in spirit guide number one and that spirit guide will come. Mm. The spirit guide will come and you will, you will get something. <laughs> love it, love it, love it, love it. And I, I do believe that this is kind of part of our initiation into 5D. You know, it's about... Like we said, yes. remembering who we are, reconnecting to our power. Mm -hmm. Can you just elaborate on that for me? Yes. Um, with spirit guides or in what way you mean now? Well, exactly. just it's almost, it's kind of like we're, we're ascending. We're moving into this 5D energy. You know, we are sovereign beings. But it's almost like part of our initiation is to remember and reconnect to our power. Um, oh, yeah. Yes, yes, of course. That, that's a given. <laughs> For me, that's a given. Um, in 3D, we are, we are disempowered beings. I mean, if you think about the whole ascension process from unity consciousness, 1D to 2D, animals eat or being eaten, then you, you go to 3D, your consciousness opens a little more. Human beings, we're still pretty disempowered because we believe we live in a world where things are random, we kind of just react, we're kind of thrown around, we don't have that much power over what happens to us, right? So we are still very, very disempowered. And part of the 5D ascension process absolutely is empowerment, remembering who we are, knowing that we can create our reality and that we're not just thrown around like little, you know, balls in the wind. So, so we have to be empowered or else... I mean, you can't go to three, uh, 5D without, without being empowered, without understanding. And I feel the ascension process is a consciousness shift. It's not suddenly we wake up, oh, we're in 5D. It's <laughs> our consciousness that shifts to mm. knowing who we are, to knowing that we can create our life and to being empowered. That's, that's, that's essentially the shift that happens. Mm. And, and that, that allows us to to move out of that density because higher consciousness is, is less density automatically, right? The dense consciousness, 3D or 2D is even more dense and then it opens. And with the opening and understanding who we are comes all, all that knowledge that we are creating our life. And 5D is actually a manifestation that we're doing for ourselves, <laughs> mm. right? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm, makes total sense. So I think for people listening, you know, get intentional about creating your future. Like I, I just did a video myself oh, yeah. the other yes. day saying this is the time, you know, yes, go down the rabbit hole. Yes, understand what's going on on the planet. But at the same time, spend 90% of your energy directing your life on where you want to go, you know. Yes, absolutely. And all my last videos have been about this. I, I filmed one yesterday for the energies of the next two months. And the main message that came through was own your life, 
own your timeline. You have to own it because if you don't own it, someone else will, right? You have to like go in there and 100% you have to create what you want. Like don't wait for anything to happen. I don't. I wake up every morning and say, what am I going to do? How is my life going to be today? Not waiting for what's going to happen to me, but what am I going to create? And that's what you have to do every single day, especially with what's going on or Mm. else, I mean, there's so many energies people there's there's so much and everything wants to take charge of your life and own you so you got to start owning yourself and your timeline in every single moment so kind of do it do it on a daily basis do it on a yearly basis kind of have an intention for your day but also have a kind of longer term vision for your life and like you said get intentional with what you're doing exactly and if you don't have long-term vision, it's, it's enough to be intentional in the moment, in the now. I mean, all there is is now anyway. So in this very moment, is it, is it are you living because you want to be here? Or are you, do you feel that you're just reacting and doing, just kind of going along to other, other people's dictation? So in every now moment, you have to take charge and say, this is my life and I'm doing this because I want to. I want this. And if I'm somewhere that I don't want, I change it now, right? <laughs> so, mm. so it's as simple as that. It's really, really simple, actually, taking charge and owning every single moment or day by day, even day by day. That's all you basically need. <laughs> so I'm in a sucky job that I hate or I'm in a sucky relationship that I'm a bit scared about leaving. What's your advice? <sighs> well, hmm. It depends where you are in your life as well. If you're a very low 3D consciousness, then it's a little bit difficult. Then um, that's what everyone asks, right? Like, what do I do now? I'm, I'm in this position. What do I do? The thing is that starting to truly to do a little bit of spiritual work, to do a little bit of consciousness work, to do a little bit of meditation, to... You have to. You do have to have a little bit of a, a, a more expanded vision. So it's it's difficult to answer that. Like, what do you do? It's it's a path that is slow, and you have to start somewhere. But maybe starting starting somewhere in that position would be to think about what it is that you do truly want. Because mm-hmm. most people, if you're stuck somewhere, you're so focused on I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this, that you don't have room and space to know what you want so first of all you have to know what you want that's step one it's like if you're in a bad job sitting there and like this maybe you can think okay i don't want this now i'm gonna do step two what do i want what can i imagine doing now do i want to be my own boss um you know traveling through the countryside like you got to get to the point to 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 kind of think about what you want that's Mm -hmm. really important Mm -hmm. and once you know what you want then you uphold that all the time you uphold that vision of of what it is that you want or even how you want to feel if you can't even get to knowing what you want if you feel bad you got to know how you want to feel it's like i feel oppressed right now i want to feel free so you have to call in that that feeling of freedom and focus on that and then from that you can maybe expand some ideas of what you want so if you don't know what you want you're not going to get out of where you are you see that's that's the problem and and a lot of people are so full of these these the energies the spell that i always say 
the, the belief system that you have no other option, it kind of oppresses people that they can't even develop a vision for themselves or know what they want or how they want to feel. Mm. So that's why you have to do that as step one. And that's huge, right? That's huge. So once you kind of know how you want to feel or what you want to do, even a simple vision, you got to really start focusing on that and, and, and feeling that. And in every moment, ask for openings and look for openings and they will come. As soon as you have a vision, you will start to get openings and possibilities and life will start to like, there will be a door opening that you didn't see before. Right. And then you have to, you have to like be aware and then just start making better choices little by little. And that's how it'll lead you to that. Does that make sense? Makes total sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, from listening to what you're saying, I, I would completely concur. The first thing you've got to know and understand is it's possible to build yes. an incredible life. All of us yes. deserve that. Yes. And we are all capable and of doing mm -hmm. that. Um, and then from what you're saying, it's know what you want and yeah. also know how you want to feel, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, and start moving towards where you want and need to go effectively and own own your future and own your power absolutely and if you're in a very bad place it's enough to just have some sort of vision and feeling what you want because if you're only focused on what you don't want there won't be doors opening or you won't see them they won't come to you but as soon as your consciousness is open like let's say you're here is, is a little bit higher and you know you want something a little bit better and it's in your consciousness then the world around you will change to bring you opportunities mm. like you morph your world we create our world through our consciousness and if our consciousness is a little bit higher the world will start to bring us an opportunity that you didn't see before and then you can move into that and maybe make life a little bit better and once you're at that stage you say okay now i want a little bit more and your consciousness goes up and the world will present to you what mm. your consciousness sees because as as inside so outside right if you have if you're just depressed and negative and, and everything inside the world can't present you anything else because it mirrors who you are right mm. so that's why you got to always start on the inside mm. <laughs> you got to start on the inside yeah absolutely and you know right? and really surround yourself with possibility and the things you listen to and the people you, you hang around yes. with and if you're coming from a negative family yes. a negative relationship you know plug yourself yeah. into podcasts like this because Yes. The more you do that, the more you believe it's possible, and then that's what you'll create. So, absolutely, what? and it's 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 beautiful. Sorry, just one more point. Every single person has the opportunity today to really um, have positive input. The internet, like no one can say I have absolutely no, no possibility to see anything. So everyone has the opportunity to look for something good. And look for something positive and inspiring and expand on that. We all have the opportunity, but it has to come from within. You got you gotta do the first impulse. Mm, beautiful. And remember it's such an exciting time to be alive. Like there's never been a better time to do this work. Oh so. yes. I think it's very exciting. Like I've decided to switch my mindset to, oh, this world, what's going on? I've I decided actually yesterday I got a beautiful download. It's like you haven't experienced this before. This is exciting. Jump in with both feet. Like, um, be happy that you're in this world where now there's all this stuff going on that, that, that it's a new experience. So I decided to be a warrior and say, wow, I'm going to jump in with excitement. Even, you know, I have to travel to, to Europe now to pick up my mom and bring her back. I don't know how that's going to happen, but I decided, wow, this will be a new, exciting experience for me. I can't wait. 
I can't wait Brilliant. to experience that this. That's, <laughs> yes, that's what we got to do. Like be excited about the most difficult things because it's a new challenge for you to overcome and to master. Beautiful. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm to- totally with you. Like this for me is just, I find it fascinating and so exciting and it makes life worth living for me because I'm like, wow, what's going to happen yes. today? You know, like this is, and, and I think once Absolutely. you can get, get to the stage where yeah. you observe yeah. and you don't react, yes. then it is an amazing time to be alive. So. Yes, absolutely. It's not that, that, it's not that easy sometimes. Sometimes you're in the middle of it and then you're saying no and you, you look from above and you say, wow, this is really, like I, I always wanted an exciting life and I'm getting it. So thank you. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, Natasha, thank you so much. And I, pre- you know, as I said, I really enjoy your videos. So how can people find you if they're interested in connecting? On YouTube. That's, YouTube. I have everything there. Cosmic Empress. Um, my videos below the videos are always um, all the links and everything. So that's the best, best way. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Dharma Life podcast. Thank you so much as well. It was, it was a pleasure, Eloise. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next week with another incredible guest on the Dharma Life podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please come over and say hello on my Instagram, our Facebook group. And also, please let me know what you thought. So if you are listening, please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to. Tag me on Instagram and I will reshare your post. And please let me know what it is that you got out of today's episode. Remember, when we do our Dharma, we are happier, healthier, we live longer, and we have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace.